0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. Maria is a spiritual teacher, a life and soul coach, and the angel decoding expert. Her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon, and you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H dot com. Listen now as Maria shares her wisdom to expand your spiritual awareness and increase your personal joy.
1: Hello, Maria Paith here with another episode of Angelic University. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very excited about our topic because it's really about what angels want us to know about death. And so it's really kind of mystical and at the same time, um, they have encouraged me to talk about what we already know and then to tell you just a bit more. So what angels want you to know about death. This um, is a topic of great interest to many people. And according to groundbreaking work from over 50 years of documented cases, actually completed by hypnotherapist Dr. Michael Newton and then on separate work done by hypnotherapist Dolores Cannon, there has been a repetitive similarity to experiences regarding death and, or as Michael Newton likes to call it lives between lives. So when in, a hypnotherapy um, session in a state of deep subconscious um, state of hypnosis. The, The participants were able to share their lives between lives, they were able to share experiences that they were having. Um, And it came up with Dolores Cannon quite unexpectedly. Suddenly one of her, um, you know, one of her clients started to just talk about where she was and she was describing, you know, experiences. And she said, I'm not alive. I'm in, I'm in um, between lives. And the same happened with Dr. Michael Newton. And I believe that After 50 years of many, many, many documented cases on both of these with both of these practitioners that um, they came to realize that under hypnosis, people don't lie under hypnosis, people are actually expressing their subconscious awareness, their subconscious states and many um, experiences can be reached, especially soul lives. And um, this is the, the actually the work of Michael Newton. He calls it um, A Journey of the Soul and also Live Between Lives is another one of his books. And so lots of work has been done in this area. But um, going back to the works here, what I thought was fascinating about both of these practitioners is that um, they interviewed and worked with participants from a variety of cultures and also philosophical backgrounds. Some may have been deeply religious, some not at all. Some even claim to be atheists, but it didn't seem to affect the consistency of the subject's reports. And I think that that's very important. Um, In one case, um, actually, Michael Newton has expressed that there seemed to be a universal code of ethics that the subject's would often refrain from revealing too much about their experiences, somewhat um, understanding on a, again a soul level that there were some things that they were not to express or share with the um, the living. That the living had to discover for themselves, and so I think that this is um, you know the premise, the science behind death, as we would say. And, and uh, so I've outlined. For you for this particular podcast, um, the ten phases that are somewhat outlined in um, the books that we are are um, speaking of the the works of both Michael Dr. Michael Newton and Dolores Cannon, and then I throw in a bit of what angels have shared with me as well, which I think is always important because their messages, um, their divine messages, are are hugely. Um, important in this, in this university, in this um, format, in this podcast, and in the works that I do, because I'm very connected to the angelic realm, and they work with me all the time, as they want to work with all of you. So um, the first thing that the angels want you to know about death is there really is no death, that we are eternal beings of light, that we are um, endless, endless energy, and that we are all united as one. And you've heard me say this many times, but um, that essence of us being as a group of cells work to bring forth your vision and to be eyes as a group of cells work to be hands feet arms legs you work as a group to be humanity and that is um, a beautiful way and a beautiful expression the um, experiment that we call humanity and earth has gotten a little bit out of the um the perfect path. <laughs> so was there a perfect path to life? Well, God in um, his and her essence wanted to experience life on earth and wanted to experience human um, dichotomy. The, the the idea of, you know, having both, um, we would say light and dark, good, good and bad, um, you know, immense feelings of love and deep deep um, dark feelings of shame and all of this is part of the adventure part of the the amusement park ride and so if we liken it to that like we're going to take you know a um, a tour of Universal Studios and so we have decided to take a trip to Orlando, Universal Studios Orlando. And you know, we're going to decide what rides we're going to go on and what experiences we're going to have. And some of them are going to thrill us. Some of us are some of them are going to awe us. Some of us we're going to learn from. Some of us we're going to be really scared. Um, some of us we never want to try again. Some might make us sick. Um, and some might be so exquisitely brilliant that we can't even express in words what that experience is like. So if we think of the idea of our earthly um, life as being this, then we can understand the process of um, what happens and what angels want you to know about death. So first, as I said, that there technically isn't any death, that we're eternal beings, but we still have a death of the human body. The body still departs, um, the soul still departs from the body, the body, of course, um, will be here, but non-functional because the soul, the essence of life, has departed from the body. So, at the moment of death, if no matter what that moment may have been—a um, a suicide, an accident, um, a long-term, you know, illness, a um, uh, an overdose, um, somebody being murdered—no matter what. Um, the, the death has been each each body each soul both in the works of Dolores Cannon and Michael Newton and in what the angels tell us each soul is um, reported reports a feeling of lightness lightness of being and um, they're being pulled or called you know to the other side some um choose to be right there with their body and you know and seeing their loved ones mourn for them and and trying to comfort their loved ones some s- souls stay um, until their funeral is over or even helping to you know bring some some pieces of information to light or to support um, a soul through a, a person through the funeral process um, some you know, Hug and kiss each of their of their loved ones, and um, in the in this spiritual form, and then they report being pulled to the light, and the light we we have um, come to understand is being you know that of of um, of the God light of the the gateway to the spirit world, and so this um, is actually stage two that when the soul does begin to move to the light. Um, some say that it's kind of like a tunnel. Some say that it's, um, you know, they have to kind of find it. That, that it doesn't immediately seem to be in front of them. But no matter, they're being guided, and um, and their their energy is catap- is um, is pulled magnetically to to a core of of light of energy and. Um, as they move, they come, you know, they, they come to again the feeling of being free, the feeling of being um, released, the feeling of, you know, kind of taking a, a gentle ride through, um, we can say, a water park. That water park ride, and just kind of a gentle um, rowing and moving of, of, of current, of taking us to a welcoming light. And um, many reports have expressed many of the participants in the science um, part of the, of the works have reported hearing music, feeling unity, feeling love, fe- feeling um, reunited with family, being met by those they recognize. Um, and that is a, a very warm and gentle um, expression of, of welcome. Um, angels say that if a soul dies unexpectedly, that they come to show that unexpectedly transitioned soul the way. Um, sometimes they will bring a loved one that the soul knew. Um, it's a form of, you know, a grandma, grandpa, um, a, a mom or dad that's already passed. Um, those, you know, kinds of things, a little brother or sister that may have passed before them, anything like this that will help them to recognize that, oh, that soul has made a transition. So here, I must be here. This is what was, must have happened to me. Because sometimes they're confused, but angels say they meet those, um, whether they're confused or whether they need a, a little direction to, um, to the light or whether they're feeling, um, you know, unprepared for the Transition. Um, another thing that angels say, and so have the the departed loved ones that I have had the privilege of connecting with through my angel readings, they have expressed um, that sometimes that um, you know they want to stay around their loved ones, but yet they have already greeted, been greeted by their angels, and their angels give them a few you know what seems like minutes, but to us could be hours or days. Of, um, additional time to kind of complete um, their their rounds with with family friends in a spiritual way um, and that's really quite um, quite beautiful so the souls always come by and say hello in some way or they touch their loved ones um, they do connect with you and there um, they can continue to that for again what might seem like for Us um, several, you know, days, maybe even weeks for them is more like just um, a few seconds. So then they get home, right? And then they are standing in this um, new home or what they really recall as their home, their true home our true home, the soul's true home. And they are reunited with those that have transitioned to the higher transition before them. And also some of the ones that are here, um, the higher self of those that are here which i think is fascinating that's difficult for the human to wrap their head around but the higher self is this part of you that's always in heaven the higher self is the knowing self the higher self is this high vibrational frequency the the part of your chakra energy that's connected to the divine the star um, chakra, we can call it. But the higher self can also meet, um, even though you may be living here, you can meet with your deceased loved one and um, their soul. And I have recognized this very often as a um, dream visitation that our our divine higher self can have dream visitations with our loved one. I've had a very pronounced dream visitation with my um, departed father, who departed in 2016 physically and but on a spiritual level, we've been connecting and communicating in various ways but this um, beautiful idea of the of the dream visit in one visit. I mean, I felt um, like my I was sleeping, of course. It was a dream visit, and I could see him perfectly, um, looking you know at me and looking so young and healthy and and beautiful and. Um, Telepathically saying, you know, hello, you know, I'm so good. Thank you for, you know, taking care of mother and your mother, and, um, which means my mother. And also the, um, idea of just, um, being, you know, the, a, a connected soul, that we really were very connected. Even though he was not my biological father, I understood in that in that visitation that he was truly the father I was meant to have um, and the only physical father that I'd ever really known on this earth. And so I felt instantly, um, c- you know, aware of that in that dream visit. And, and there was such a, a, a vibrancy about him and the moment and the time and then and then it ended um but that was like a um, my higher self having a visit and your higher self can have visits with those that have transitioned in that dream state in your own subconscious state very often in that homecoming even so um, then the soul meets meets for a life review and they would meet with their um, own angel maybe with a parent or or um, a brother or sister that's transitioned or a good friend or a guide and they meet for a life review and that's really a personal evaluation of their life as a human their last life as a human and kind of a complete view of the entire stream of their past lives and yes um, according to some of these scientific Um, works of hypnotherapy with these two specific authors and practitioners, there have been many um, that recorded multiple past lives, you know, up in the hundreds. Um, Again, as eternal beings, we could have experienced many. And the book, um, you know, the books that have been written with these works might be very interesting to you if you are interested in past lives and we've been talking about the soul and past lives here the last few podcasts i won't give any more attention to that at this time but the stream and the entirety of past lives and then an overall awareness of the totality of the soul's experience so when i think about the totality of the soul's experience that there's a really big mission that you're on um, with your you know, with this journey that you are that you are as a soul, so um, you're just going to one amusement park in this lifetime, um, but you have others that you can visit. And now, the soul progresses to an orientation and a shower of light. So over and over and over again, the souls um, said that they shed their emotional and traumatic energy of the earth life. They um, shed it, um, the traumatic energy. So the you know traumatic um, can be you know life traumas that they've experienced. It can be um, you know other um, you know heaviness, and um, even their you know their own death might have been difficult for them. And so they they shed this in what they describe as like a shower of light, and the shower of light renews them and restores them. It's like a healing and um, restores them to their original vibrancy and frequency of the soul. So um, a little bit deeper in Michael Newton's work, he, he gets um, really kind of analytical about the souls and um, everybody that the soul meets and what this shower is like and then what you're preparing for and the different soul families. And so again, if you're interested in reading um, a soul's journey, I think you would find it interesting. Um, but then the you know shower of light is is over, we're like restored and our frequency and vibrancy is like squeaky clean. And then we meet with uh, more guides and often counsel. So there's lots of friends in heaven, lots of energy, lots of um, souls, lots of reuniting going on in heaven. So meeting with guides and counsel of light and your angels to review your life experiences and lessons and soul goals. So yes, we come with missions. We come with um, soul goals. And even to discuss... um, how they went and maybe how they could have gone better and there is no you know shaming you there's no you going this way to this route because you did this and you going that way there is a review with you how do you think it went what do you think you could have done better how did you learn with this is there you know um, a completion here do you feel you know how what is what is it how did you enjoy the ride Um, And you can even begin to tap into or explore your next soul goals, as we would say. Um, And then the next level or next phase is this idea of placement. And angels say this is the soul school. So, it's where your soul goes now with a soul group. And again, Michael Newton talks about like all these different levels of soul groups, and there's different colors. And um, to me, um, it seemed as if the colors kind of seemed to coordinate with even the chakra colors and the vibrancy of those uh, when I read the information. But to keep things simple, it's a soul school. And you know, in school, we start with. You know subjects that are general, and then we go into more specific subjects as we find things that we enjoy and we like. And so um, it's expressed this way by some of the people that were in um, hypnosis state. They they were talking about learning from their life experiences, discussing um, with you know their angels and their counsel ideas and things, um, and discussing with their earth with their soul school. Um, you know, leaders and um, seeing new points of view about what their life experiences were and kind of how they can um, understand maybe from another person's perspective or seeing um, why something may have happened or why this or why that. Um, feeling how one may have affected others. So we go through feelings of what we have um, dished out to others if we made others feel horrible, we too may feel horrible, if we may others feel good, we too will feel good. And so there is um, actually a continuation of, you know, the, um, the, you know, uh, the uh, one good turn deserves another, that idea. And um, also the soul school, we see the bigger picture, and it is very similar to earth school, where we start with, you know, learning how to read letters, and then we learn to read words, and then we learn to read full sentences, and then it's paragraphs, and it's full books, and then it's volumes, and and we begin to see the bigger picture of how things work on Earth, and it's the same with your soul. Um, there's a there's expressions in some of the the works um, of Michael Newton and Dolores Cannon where souls were learning, were singing um, in, in choirs of angels or dancing or gardening or or, um, or playing, playing different games, um, traveling to different galaxies, um, growing um, spiritually, going to the Akashic Records Library and, and reviewing their, um, their lives and and how they interplayed with others. Um, experimenting expanding having joyful meetings with thousands of other souls and so a very comprehensive experience in a very broad school with many opportunities Um, and we can imagine that there's all these souls that have had these amazing experiences on earth And so you're like with the best of the best and the best of the learning and the, um, we would call the ones that, you know, learned from their mistakes as well. So most of heavenly life um, is, this is where the angels connect with us is at the soul school um, in the actual heavenly experience that angels spend a lot of time being part of the soul school um, administration, we would say, that's what angels have told me. And um, they also help send messages to souls and your connection with the souls on earth and souls on other, on other planets. And they help send uh, messages for you and help you to stay on track with your um, learning, with your growing, with your your, your overall mission. And, um, you know, this is also the um, place where souls that have made a transition do connect with us. The most is when they're in soul school, because they spend some, as we would imagine, time in school and then time watching over us, whispering in our ears, sending us messages, um, like that. And, and so, um, but they've gone through, that um, that shower of 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 clearing and now they feel really amazing and they're learning and growing and they can connect with us and say you know i've learned um i'm i'm here for you and let me whisper in your ear and remind you why you're here Um, and i didn't leave you sweetheart i'm still around Um, the next phase is interesting because you after you go to school in real life um, you know, then you start like planning for your work or how you're going to really be an adult in this world. And so as a soul, you have um, a transition meeting and a transition meeting is explained as um, one of the most exciting times for souls and it's where the soul experiences like breathtaking visions of their entire journey as a soul and they're reunited with soul families and soul families um, are huge in in, um, indication of like the people that we have been uh, re-experiencing life with over and over again, the many of the people that played major roles in our lives, um, and and the souls always experienced uh, expressed a feeling of complete belonging, of love, and overwhelming aliveness during this time, this experience, and it's kind of happening with the soul school. There's school, soul school, and then they have the soul family. Um, and so, you know, kind of like what well, we go to school and we, and we hang out with our families as well. And so it's very similar um, to that you know, kind of idea if we're going to put it in human terms. Um, but there's also a, a deeper um, time of meeting with the Grand Council and then having deeper discussions regarding their life lessons and experiences and maybe even applying some of their soul school lessons to the lessons that they learned as humans or that they um, experienced as humans. Um, And then something interesting begins in another phase, kind of a graduate program of um, the soul begins to plan for a re-entry or the next soul journey some um, souls you know talked up some people in their souls life between lives um, spoke about their experiences of you know being guides themselves to other people and so having perhaps not returning to earth but doing more guide work in um, on earth and even on other galaxies and um, some others were you know really planning on coming back to this earth to finish missions so it's like their next path the next soul journey and it can be to earth it can be to other um, galaxies it can be in the heavenly realms so probable lives um, projects that they want to accomplish uh, missions family um, situations or completions that they have um, left and want to complete environments. They may want to experience challenges. Um, All of these things are weighed in on the life of a soul and what they'll choose next. They may choose next, depending on what they want to learn, conditions. And I think this is interesting, like some souls may choose a disability or a difficult relationship or a premature death um, or leadership roles or or a specific individual mission or a galactic mission like more global um or an angelic mission and so uh, when i think about that i think about like how many of us that listen to my podcast and are attracted to the work that i do are light workers our star seeds our way showers are galactic beings of light and so it's like those are galactic missions, those are angelic missions, those are leadership missions, where you have come at this great time of the the what we're calling the golden age um, to help anchor the light for the planet, to help the planet to shift to a more powerful, more um, beautiful existence. And so we um, said we would come, and and because Earth is a dense You know place we've some of us have had some less than perfect experiences here but no matter um the mission is is gone is done um we're here we've anchored the light and and our goal is now to continue to anchor the light to continue to observe the third world of the third dimensional world and all of the ego complications that are there but not to get too overwhelmed by it or too involved in it to really do more um, observing praying and standing in your truth um, which is a more peaceful loving nature a more caring nature um, a less judgmental nature and so um, those are actually our our missions as light workers. and we've talked
0: Thank you for listening to The Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. If you enjoyed The Angelic University podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to Angelic University today by visiting www.angelicu.com. That's angelic followed by a capital U Membership benefits include a free private angel reading or coaching session, member-only classes and healing sessions, Along with free gifts and special offerings. To learn more about Maria, you can find her on the web at www.mariapaeth.com. That's spelled M A R I A P E T H.com. And her book, Angel Decoding Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon.